Scruff so McGruff. let me let me uh, let me tell you what happened to the Scruff McGruff. He uh, he got a little bit of trouble because he was trying to tell kids not to do crime or do we. He's a dog against crime, and then uh, he got sixteen years. <laughs> <laughs> is it, hey, wait, wait, is that, is that regular years or dog years? <laughs> hey, hey, give him an applause, yeah, there, yeah, that's an applause. See, you are a comedian. Yeah, I told there you. There you go. There you go. So yeah. when police raided his house, they seized one thousand marijuana plants and 9,000 rounds of ammunition <laughs> for an assortment for? of 27 weapons, including a grenade launcher. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, because McGruff must have a lot of enemies. Now, a good guy, the only way you stop a bad guy you is have a good guy with a grenade launcher. I'm eating brunch with my people though. The homie Dyke just cooked up a feast and we bout to eat it, bro. Fucked around and has to miss the lobster with the protein. Daddy is rolling blow dream. Them boys got down a routine. It's nap town culture. Cooking seven courses. Had to pass the torch and now I'm grabbing second portion. So sit back, relax, grab a drink and a smoke. It's all the brunch on the way and get prepared for the jokes. Whoa. Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels, and with me on the ones and twos, the wheels of steel, the sauce, boss of Indianapolis, and the last woke dragon. Give it up for Zach Roan, everybody. Slappy went. Slappy pit. Fuck it. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> we go out of order one time, and you just fall apart. <laughs> yeah, damn. Just shit the bed. Uh, and then a very special co-host with us in studio from Parts Unknown, King Lufa. Oh, yeah. It's King Lufa in the house. This time, the fresh and clean podcast try to come in and stink up my place. Well, guess what? I'm the one who's fresh and clean. King Lufa don't play around. And they said, King Lufa can't read. You're right. I don't read. That's for boomers. Reading is for boomers. We Everybody knows that. And from the Fresh and Clean podcast, the both the intercontinental and heavyweight champion of the world, BJ Robinson. Hey, Robinson, welcome. Yeah, I'm glad you said it. First of all, champ, let me start. Let me start, champ. Yeah, you got this. I'm just sitting in the back like a champ. It's an honor to be here, but it's taken us too long to be here because they fear, they fear the greatness. Now tell them, champ. Let me tell y'all both something. What took y'all so long? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why the hell it take y'all this goddamn long to hit us up? Like, fucking, like you ain't <laughs> introduced me to him and shit. You know what I mean? You want to wait now to just bring us both together? But I just gotta just shout y'all out, man. Uh, thank you for the food. Thank you for the drinks. Yeah. The champ is here. Thank you. I think you guys paid for him. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing I want to say. Oh, yeah, I didn't pay for it, so. I don't got to worry about that because I'm the champ. <laughs> champ is here. We like to practice BJ. reverse hospitality. <laughs> BJ, you try to big time us. That's right. On our own program. That's right. And you try to pay. I'm not going to let you pay. I'm going to pay on the program so they see. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's the dirtiest rubber band ever. <laughs> What'd you call his wallet? That rubber band is trifling. Where'd you go? (laughs) What'd you call his wallet earlier, Nate? (laughs) It's a Dauphine wallet. (laughs) (laughs) BJ, that's that's $25. I'm going to need five back. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey. That should cover that should uh, cover that uh, like a the entire hole. the entire meal. Hey. (laughs) That a bitch. I don't carry cash in 2023. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This shit's all 
You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> now, if this is your first time watching this episode, yeah. Harder Brunch, this uh, is normally what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> King Lupus in the house. I feel like a lot. We lost a lot of people in the first two minutes. What are they doing? Down. His name King Lupus. Or they yeah. smell like outside. <laughs> what happened after camp? Are they okay? <laughs> they smell like the camp. That's they what do, happened. They came back different. This is, this is a, what they call the. Uh, this is what they call the throwaway episode. Uh, <laughs> this is the filler. <laughs> we've, had, we've had those guys. <laughs> Goku just killed Cell. This is an episode right after. Nigga, they about to sit and chill. Right. No, this is. Uh, this is. <laughs> Nobody's terrified. Yeah. No, we're just chilling. Today. Let's go fishing, Gohan. Well, we couldn't get your main event. Morgan was supposed to come. <laughs> She's supposed to be the main event. Hey, 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 hey you stop disrespecting. Oh, I'm not disrespecting hey, anybody. Okay, I'll never disrespect someone that's been doing comedy for a month and three months. She's the women's world champion. A year and three months. She's the women's world champion. You know what I mean? She's just not here right now. Is she going to come in with the belt? She's what? You better what speak you say when she's not around. She's out on what? Uh, oh, she's out on assignment. Uh, assignment. <laughs> yeah, is she's right? a former reporter. She's out on assignment. Mm -hmm. No, Aisha's the heavyweight champion of the world. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, yeah. You got to drop, uh, <laughs> <laughs> drop the belt. Indianapolis. You got to drop the belt. She won. Uh, yeah. For those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, like uh, usually we either have service industry professionals, comedians. comedians. Uh, we, we couldn't find either of those. <laughs> no, Damn. No, actually, actually, you guys are both more comedians than ever now because previously BJ has always just been a podcaster. I like how and you now, say you guys. Like, I ain't been doing no, this. No, you've been doing it longer you than You should the fuck this in all, on the chat. <laughs> <laughs> you've been hey, doing it longer hey. than all of us combined. Hey, they, they, got, they, they got that back of the bus energy going on here, Nate. <laughs> I had to take them off. Hey, I got to pay respect with respect to do. Uh, Nate's the one that got me straight in comedy. He sat me down and was like, hey, this is how you do it. And so I'll never forget that. I was only three months in. And you you still helping newbies out, so I, I appreciate you. I do the you. opposite of what he tells me. Yeah, he downs them. When that, <laughs> that he goes to, down, that he used to stand them. and face the wall. He would face away from the audience. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. And Nate was like, "Turn it around." Yeah, man. Turn it Nate around. teaches you just to walk outside and then make sure to, if your name is called, be somewhat close in premise so you can get up to the stage <laughs> on time. Nah. Oh wait, not at all. That's just people that drive me insane at open mics. All right, coming to the stage. Uh, he's not here. Where's he at? Like, all right, let's just move on to the next one. Like, ah, oh, why didn't you call my name up? So, for our guests that don't know, <laughs> you guys uh, have a podcast, Fresh and Clean Podcast. Yes. You also run an open mic together, Chicken yes. and Chuckles. Now, is that under the banner of Fresh and Clean? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. It is now. It is. It was under his old podcast. And then it went to um, Fresh or Clean podcast. Now it says hosted by Nate Robinson and BJ Robbins. Yeah, my dog, bro. Yep. I brought him in. He, he had an F to my R, bro. That's my guy. <laughs> and how'd you find this guy? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all put, put him on. Shout out. First of all, I, I reached out to you through Facebook. Yeah. So I ain't had your number. That's right. And just like today. <laughs> no, I do got your number. But anyways, I hit you up. And you was like, man, ask Dyke. Hit up Dyke. Dyke was like, man, I get you, I'll set you up. Um and everything was history. He, he pulled up on time. Now actually, he was there an hour late. I was an hour late, so I knew the relationship was gonna be cool. He's like, oh, he's cool with my CPT CP time. Oh, he's gonna I was be great. I was twenty five minutes early. Oh wow! So were you testing him or you you just were late? I, I just was late. Okay, okay, okay. He said, "I tested him." <laughs> but see but I took care of him. Y'all pulling up all our shit. What is this? The FBI? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got some old school photos uh, of the Fresh and Clean podcast. <laughs> Will you, will you confirm to the jury that that is you in the picture, <laughs> Nate? 
Uh, oh my god that's like our oh that's one of my favorite pictures because that's like a 1990s uh hip-hop album right there like i'm the dj he's the uh he's, he's the artist why do you guys call it chicken and chuckles uh that's all him oh uh, yeah uh shout out to iris she gave me the name i was just sitting we were sitting in the bed sitting in the bed one time and i was trying to come up with a name with it i just wanted to be unique and it was a bunch of names i could have called it but she was like call it this and i looked it up I seen that someone else had had that name, but it was like back in like 2012. Mm. It was in like from a com- uh, comedian from South Carolina, so I just went with it. Well, I gotta say, the last place did have chicken. Does this new yes. place actually serve chicken? So look, the chicken at this new spot looked like <laughs> 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 I didn't see anybody eating the chicken, which is not a good sign. Yeah, Philly cheesesteak, waffle fries, very good. Okay, yeah, it got the waffle fries on point, but mm. the chicken. When you get to the chicken, bro. <laughs> Bro, the chicken ain't even grow yet, man. It's like they, as soon as it came out the egg, <laughs> and they cooked that motherfucker. Like but that the chicken is really small, but it's re- it ain't no additive. It's, it's, it's real good it's real chicken. chicken. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a be. French version of uh, fried chicken. Okay. <laughs> it's the, the cement They're small, chickens, but they're yeah. good, though. It's, Por- just, it's portion control. Um, we know portion control. Well, that seems really on brand with what you guys are doing. Shout out to Wonderful. When I go into your place, I mean, there's not... All the ceiling tiles. You don't have all the ceiling tiles. That was the old spot. We moved. Oh, you guys moved. Yeah. We're we're yeah, at that was full 13, ceiling 13. tiles now. No, we yeah. got everything. We're wonderful. Dyke was there. Dyke was there this week. Yeah, Dyke was there. It's nice. It, it surprisingly has the nicest like outdoor like room I've seen in India. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like a, a patio, but it's set up real nice. Got a little small little roof over it, so if it rains, yeah. Because yeah. I came and uh, picked up Dyke to go over there, and then. Um, it was quite the ride, and the weirdest part was we, we brought our boy Cleophas, who's blind, blind comedian. Shout out to Cleophas. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't get help me with directions the whole time. You're thinking, well, BJ, he's blind. I get that. But when we finally start heading towards uh, um, our um, Pelton Pike and Shadeland. He knew like, every street. And, they yeah. had, and they he's like, turn p- right. He's like, no, turn right right yeah. here. And hey, I'm like, hey, he was, hit a pop. Oh, I know that one, man. Turn left. He's like, <laughs> well, he goes and he he chuckles. Right. Chuckles. He was, like a, oh, yeah. he was like a bootleg daredevil. Yeah, he was. <laughs> It was a, he was a third of the month daredevil. Yeah. He had the foggles, the goggles, the big boy, cyclops, three fifths daredevil. Is that what you just said? Man, I'm telling you, no, bro. Is that what you just said? He's daredevil. He's the black version of daredevil. Like he got all the daredevil capabilities, but just minus the athletic ability. Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pull anything. Out. If you need a water, you can be out. Yeah. I'm dying. I'm dying. He he is, like, oh, you need a water? I got you, brother. Hold on. He can smell a barbecue from a mile away and be uh, like, yeah. they got ribs? Hey, hey look, the, the funniest ribs shit I ever seen him do, man. Uh, we were. I was just pulling up to Chicken and Chuckles late and uh, <laughs> got there. And then my homegirl, Asia, y'all know Asia Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. She gets there. She was meeting up. I had her headlining. He was like... Man, I smell somebody big and beautiful. He said she smelled thick. I was what? like, what? Bro, smelt her. She said she got to be yeah, thick. He does do that. Yeah, smelt her ass out. She's like, she got to be big. He's like, oh, yeah, he gave her a hug. I was like, oh, yeah, you my type. I'm like, oh, anything can be your type. Bro. He's like the Ray Charles, but like it's a smell. I mean, yeah. Ray Charles used to feel the wrist. Mm-hmm. He probably could smell cancer. He smells everything. You got high blood pressure, man. You might want to listen on us. He's like, your A1C is really high right now. <laughs> you might want to chill out with that drink. He needs a drink. It smells like your pancreas quit making insulin at a sufficient level. You know, she a whole, oh, yeah, she on 30th Street. You want that pussy right now. And he can tell the age by the smell oh, and everything. Bro, every, nigga, that shit is. You heard, <laughs> you heard though, aren't you? And he sm- hey, look, he start off, every, if you go like this, you already know he knows something about you. You yeah. like the police. <laughs> Got the little shit that go on and shit. He's like, she had mud button the past 24 hours. Stay away from her. 
Rimjaw, right there. You he is our number breath. one fan. Uh, Cleophus, he's he's a no, big he's fan, a- big supporter. But we do the podcast with another comedian, uh, Morgan. Morgan Lee. Shout out to Morgan. I feel like most of your fans are people that haven't seen you before. Most- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like most of our fans, most of our fans have I like, disabilities. I like, I like I how, think they have disabilities. I like how Thad is just like asking the questions and they're like hitters because <laughs> they're all for real and they're like real. I'm just over here like hey, one of the funnest <laughs> podcasts was it, it was with us three doing it uh, first and clean with Thad. Check it out. Like it just went off the it just went off the rails and yeah. you guys killed a freestyle at the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, like it was so much that it was so much that I cut it and sent it to you guys before the show even came out. I was like, hey, you guys need to listen to this. It was great. Oh, I didn't even listen to that. That's fine. That, that, <laughs> that's that's fine. That's fine. Spent hours felt, chopping it, and screwing that for you. I'm, no, I'm gonna listen to it. It felt like crap at the end. I'm like, oh, I could have done better. That was a year and a half I'm a perfectionist. Ago. I'm a perfectionist. Yeah, yeah. It's a year and a half ago, so move fast. That's fine. No. I tell you what, the funniest shit Thad when he came and roasted, he came to the roast. Hey, the roast I supported battle. you. Yeah, I said, yeah, let's yeah. get Thad, and people like, oh no, he and won't he, be good. And Nate did not. I didn't. No, and Dyke. No, no, no. Dyke over no, there. I, 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 I knew Dyke it was gonna either. come real because they do roast. I just be, I be around people that really roast. So I'm like, okay, I thought they were gonna be good, and, and they, Zach they said Zach texted me too, and then uh, <coughs> he's like, I, big mistake. Look, here's the thing I want to clarify. I was cool with him doing it. I was just like, are you sure he should be the roast master? That, that is really good at taking shots at people that are funny. Don't get me wrong, he's oh. very good at taking shots. But whenever he like specifies that he's gonna roast somebody, it's almost like. It's almost like he's, uh, you know, Babe Ruthing like a bad joke. Like, and he, mm. he, he would do it a lot of times. There was there was like a solid year we'd be in Ubers, and like sometimes the Uber driver would say something off color. And be like, oh, I, I, I was gonna roast you. I was gonna roast you for saying, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm a professional comedian. And the Uber driver would be like, go ahead, man, like roast me. And he's like, no, no, I ain't gonna say it. And he would do that for 45 minutes, and then we would get there. He was like, I was gonna say you look like. Uh, Kevin Hart's uncle. <laughs> if, if he was a gnome. <laughs> that didn't help the joke. Yeah, but so that, that was brought, good. He just did it. His feelings kind of got hurt. But that brought the energy. He was dressed for it. He murdered it. And and I knew he'd do a great Thank job. You. Oh, yeah. yeah. That got it there. And, just and I felt everybody. like, and that was a great night because I felt like that was my coming out party. You know what the funniest part was? Because I just finally got in front of the mic and just started. Yeah, make, you were going in. But yeah. I always told you, yo, you don't have energy when you don't stay. I said, if you bring that energy out, bro, you're going to be funny because you already got zingers. You just don't be confident when you say I found it. the stuff to rub on my gums before a show starts. You got it that works coat. Well. Yeah, it works did, well. It's called being around black people. <laughs> <laughs> I, Wait, no. do you have to Mr. Ed yourself before you no, go on yeah. stage? I, I just he, went, he went and got plasma drawn out and shit. And he was, oh, he's ready for us. I always <laughs> said Mr. Ed was the Judy, Judy Garland of TV. Well, it's funny. So, <laughs> the Judy Garland of horses. That's what I meant. <laughs> where is that wolf for that? Well, I think you were saying, where's Judy? She's dead. She's dead, yeah. She did not uh, make it. She's, she's on after brunch. Yeah. <laughs> after, after brunch. Is is Morgan the Judy Garland? Okay. We're All right. <laughs> I ain't right. Because you know what hell is, right? It's doing a podcast in a basement. You know that, right? And <laughs> hey, this is the studio. It only kind of smells like mildew in here. Just a little bit. Dude, it smells like every vi- everybody's vinyl collection, so it smells fine. Wait, time out. We got... Hey, I don't like this. Is my house now? <laughs> well, we got we got candles going on here. You're drinking. It smells pretty good. It should be mad. I, yeah. I want to introduce our uh, new sponsor, Huntington Home. 
Honey <laughs> hole. I'm done. <laughs> Can we hit the boom button for all of us? Yeah. yeah. We just went off the tracks. All the way up. This is actually that's my Hit good. the boom button for the first half of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's gold, Johnny. It's gold. It's gold. No, I got to say, I listened to your most recent episode, uh, when you had our uh, friend of the show, uh, Terry and Ricky Shepard on. Yeah. Friends of the show. A.K.A. my stepdad. And uh, Definitely. It, was a really, it was a really fun episode. I could tell you guys were having fun. My favorite <laughs> thing was how you guys didn't let the, the guests talk for the first 15 minutes of the episode. It's yeah. not about them. It is not about them. They yeah. don't have to edit this. They don't have to <laughs> upload it. You guys know, let's be honest. Like, how many guests you have on? You're like, oh, that was, uh, thanks for showing up, right? And then all you have to do, all this work, cook all the, it's not about the guests. No, when, when the guests just the bed we shit the bed together yeah <laughs> i always so, say trust me we know <laughs> <laughs> we had that experience uh, hey we're hey, we gonna get into that because we already know me let's get to the it's point a, it's yeah. a group effort i will say this the first time you come on the podcast it's all about you the second time we're just gonna do yeah, what we're just gonna, gonna do, do yeah the first but, Terry, time, but terry's done several podcasts with me though so i think that was like yeah. we're so comfortable with it well the first time we had uh Nate on the podcast, he just started bringing up beefs with people. <laughs> so he started, it was like it was like the grieving of air. air uh, no, I was going in. I was nope. festivus hey. for the rest of but us. But it, right? it wasn't like I wasn't lying. You're dropping producers' no. names, yeah. club owners' names. I don't yeah. know what top of. But the I sh- didn't care then. Like, and then my, oh. my favorite thing is like Zane got into it, and he was just like, "So he's like, whatever we can talk about, whatever this is the after brunch." We're like, "No, this is the harder brunch. <laughs> this is the big show." That's <laughs> bro. You know how much shit I got from that. Like after that, like er- people hit me up, like on like, dude, I ain't even did comedy or wow, I didn't know you've been doing it that long. I'm like, damn, my name ain't shit out here. It's, it's like it's, it's, hard brunch puts you on. <laughs> no, it just. It it got me booked at a lot of like the white shows, like the mm. alt shows. Oh, well, that's what's up. That's what I'm saying. Like I was getting hit up, but like it wasn't until after I did that one. But I tell you what, though, none of it was lies. Well, think uh, about think about like Aisha winning the the healing bro, comedy competition, that, and now it's like, why wasn't she getting booked there before? It wasn't like she just got funny overnight. You know, right, what I'm right, right, like, right, right. Nah. Say that. It's just I I don't know. Like, and it's crazy because like. I used to think like, all right, it's just the city, it's the politics. But honestly, man, I feel like it just be like the shows, like the group is in a category of, okay, they can just do that. Mm-hmm. But really, we can do anything. You put us in that show. We just going to show our side of that show. Like, I feel like a lot of indie shows be the same. Like, you got to book somebody in there that can, like, make people feel a different way. And yeah. I feel like. Since, in 2023 really came together because you remember how the scene was back then like no mm-hmm. people were doing their shows i feel like me aisha and a couple of black comedians would come out and do everybody's shows mm-hmm. yeah and that's what made us versatile and mm-hmm. go out of town and do shit so that's how i always looked at it but i think for her i just think for her just not going up there enough yeah that's what that's what i'll say that there's a lot of preconceived ideas like well they think this they think that yeah and then there's also people on the other shows that are like we're trying to get more people you know like a lot of a lot of um comedians have been doing like comedy for a long like i say definitely 10 plus they feel like they don't have to do that like all right i've been doing this enough you you can look me up all this like it's a new world though but yeah exactly it's definitely a new world so you can't just go off your past accolades like i was on the phone with a comic I'm not going to drop his name, but he was telling me, Mike, to do this shit at Morty's. I'm like, bro, you, Morty's like damn near eight, nine, damn near eight, nine years ago, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah. come on, man. If, if I were my booker, 
you, what are you doing for me right now? You know what yeah. I mean? Like I got sometimes see. it's just out of sight, out of mind yeah. too. It's True. just like I just haven't seen this person. I'll forget <laughs> people that I know were funny. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen yeah Willie really. Bostic in a minute. And it was yeah. like, well, how come I'm not booking him? I know he's funny. You yeah, know? yeah. Come on, now. it's kind of like a DJ that used to be really popular out of the skating rink. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to shut Happy Valley down, but you're, if you're not putting <laughs> your stuff out on, I don't want an IG. I don't need that. <laughs> nah, come he's on. not gonna go nowhere. Dinosaur, come on, dinosaur. <laughs> you know it. So I feel like a lot of like her stepping out that box of uh, just doing comedy at the, at these spots because even though they pay more, is you're less likely to do more shit because those people ain't booking shows like a alt show to where it's probably more comedians in the audience than damn uh, goddamn audience members and you rock that shit. You make comedians laugh, dog. That's you're funny. So that's always been like my one up. But one thing I do want to say, I know we joke around a lot. I owe Thad was there for my first show in Brown County and like, I appreciate everything he did. I know it's hard. I know we all play like characters or so, but Thad, I appreciate so much. Like he took care of me like before I was nervous. And so Thad was there for me and I got done and I just like gave you a back massage. And then he goes, uh, and, and then he goes, Hey, you're a comedian now. I was like, no, I'm not. And he goes, no, you are. And then he just walked away. <laughs> He just didn't want to hear anything else from me. Yeah. When you were when you were explaining it, I was picturing like Helen Keller and the, and the, the miracle workers. Yeah. Like this yeah. is water, BJ. This is comedy. And then uh, it was one of the best. It was one of the best experiences I ever had, dude. And obviously, I owe the world to Nate because we would do the. We started fresh and uh, we started fresh and clean, and because uh, I came off Smugcast podcast, which was uh, hugely successful. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to stop doing podcasts, but I just didn't want to take the name Smugcast and keep doing it. Mm. Right. You know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, you know, redo the, uh, you know, the, the Snyder verse type of world. Right. Like just Mm -hmm. Nate came along and him and I had a lot, a lot of things same in common. We worked it out and worked really well. And then he started chicken shuckles and I came up there the first time I just sit up and went up and watched. Right. And I was like, oh man, like it was horrible. I was like, he needs help. (laughs) And it, It was me trying to like, and that's what made me say, I just need to get my own shit. And when you said, when you walked up to me and said, dude, you just need, don't you got your own shit? I was like, I know this month, this is my dog. Like, yep. I never met somebody that actually cared about someone else, what someone else was trying to do. And I feel like we, we use each other, but we, cause I told him straight up, like, I need a better white following. Like, I, <laughs> <He> <laughs> I like my white following, but it's not enough. I told enough. him I'd help I need, him with some of my black yeah. following too, cause I have a pretty good black following. Yeah. So I, they've been watching him too. So yeah. I helped him both ways. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they look out. And then the, the crazy thing was when I first started doing Fresh and Clean, I did a show in November and, uh, uh, like, 15 white people that listen to this podcast <laughs> popped up and they were there before the place opened. So, so you know, we're just all fashionably like the place that I was doing the show was late opening up. So they were already there, already eating. So you know, like, look, dog, the show started at like seven. Yeah. I didn't get there till six thirty. Those white people were eating. They right. had to fucking start the fryer, all that shit, bro. <laughs> Fifteen hungry ass white people. They know the show's about to happen. Open up. The motherfuckers open the spot up. They had like two drinks of pizza. They they pretty much probably, bro. They took care of everything. And then he asked them if they knew me, and what, and they I'm didn't. Like, they were like, "Well, no, we listen to our podcast." Yeah. So that was one of the coolest moments. It was like people go out because of, you know, like you guys did with the the summer camp. Is like you don't know them. People show up like, "Oh yeah, I listen to the show," and you're like, "Like okay." So Dude, the, somebody came up to me when I was bartending on Friday. I'm like, "Gin and tonic, gin and tonic." He was like, "Hey, do you 
do you have a podcast? <laughs> it was, it's just so weird because it's like I'm not like I'm a servant at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm not. So you get called out for being a comedian or whatever in your regular job. And I go, oh, like I'm embarrassed almost. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. Like, and now I'm thinking like. What does this guy know about me? <laughs> so many crazy <laughs> things on a podcast. Yeah. And then up. just to be out of it the element, you know, it's just like I was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's and that's the weird that's the weirdest part about it is because I go through and look at the stats and you look at the other countries and the percent of the other countries that listen to the shows and I'm like, that's just it's still so weird. And and you look at the volume of shows that have been listened to for me since twenty sixteen, the amount of people have listened right. to me to say there's no educational purpose for anything I've ever right. said, right? My following in Zimbabwe is is ridiculous, right? You now. say he's a man. We, <laughs> we haven't got any stalkers yet. I feel like you you guys got some stalkers yeah. from Smugcast. Yeah, yeah, we. Uh, I can't walk down to Uganda. I was going to blow you to Uganda. They said you can't come over here, cause a riot. So, but the weirdest part was we we uh, we made a shirt with my face on it with Smugcast, and so we put it up for sale, and people bought it, and I started getting DMs like. Hey, and it was like with my face on the shirt and I was like I don't know if I like this that's when I like kind of we scaled back a little bit because mm. it like it felt like why are you wearing a picture with my big ass head on there well you like, guys also stole a joke from me and made that into a t-shirt we didn't steal it <laughs> yeah I heard I'm, I'm sorry we, let's we, get into this we took something that that <laughs> since you have no energy to better yourself <laughs> no, right it's before me y'all so, <laughs> pull your bootstraps up dyke <laughs> so we actually made you relevant first and foremost Oh shit! Because who's the producer that they told you to call when you needed all your podcasts to get off and running? Who was oh, they, it? They do the Who was it? Yeah. Who was it? B. That's right. Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. BJ's the producer they tell you to see when your rap sales are There's doing something <laughs> wrong <laughs> with your microphone. Right. You're like Sugar White. Who you gonna That's call? Right. <laughs> I was thankful. <laughs> that may, be, that may be the episode what? title right there. I swear, if someone takes my parking spot, I will pistol whip them. <laughs> All right, real quick, let's give a shout out to uh, Lincoln Square Pancake House. We had a wonderful away game up there today, and I got to tell you, uh, I love having a Lincoln Square uh, what a block away from that. Even though we drove, we were a little. Hold on, they pay for this. No, just a shout out. No, I paid for it. I don't. I don't think so. I think Jack. No, they pitched in. I pitched in. He did the tip. Yeah. No, everybody pitched. Everybody pitched in, or whatever. But I would have picked up the tab. I didn't care. I would have too. I don't give a fuck. Come on, man. I got my. You would have wrote him a postdated check. Fuck no. Don't do me like that, BJ. Shit. You you seen what I got? I know. That's why you have what you have. That was five ways. That's not everything I got. That's not everything I got. He's telling me how to be fiscal responsible. Uh, no, sometimes we like to do away games. Obviously, when we have be- you both have eaten the food over here before. Yeah, it was good. So uh, we had a away game at Lincoln Square. And I got to tell you, sometimes it's nice just to go and sit down and be served food. Uh, mm-hmm. Lincoln Square in Irvington is about so a block good. away. What would you guys have? The Lincoln Skillet. The Skillet? Yeah. I had the uh, double order of uh, biscuits and gravy with side of bacon. Said the double. Yeah. Well, what would you think about that tzatziki sauce? That shit was low key good. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it hit me. It hit different. It, it definitely hit different. Yes, yeah, it's, it's really. And then good. my wife had the um, wife avocado smashed. toast, and then she had the uh, the sugar donuts. balls, sugar balls she had with, two um, plates with with Nutella. Balls. She did. 
I always I like I felt kind of bad. I was like I couldn't tell if she hated it or was having a good time. No, no she was having a good time. Oh, if she no, we're to the point. If she's not having a good time, she'll just say she's not having a good time. She doesn't. She doesn't fake things. Mm. Well, some things she fakes. But not. <laughs> 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 oh, thank you, BJ. <laughs> uh, after twenty five years, deeper, like, BJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spot, BJ. <laughs> I, I mean, like I said, was we went out to like we said we were there. I love Lincoln Square. We used to eat the one on. Madison's Top 11. That's mm. her favorite place to go eat. Yeah. And, um, you know, like yesterday we said, we went out for, you know, coffee, went out for farmer's market and all that other stuff. So I did that suburban night like stuff. And, and then, then the next day to go out for brunch and you know, like, she's just like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Like you never go anywhere. Well, you're an empty nester now. Uh, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got a, all your kids graduated. Yep. Yeah. No one's got any felonies. No. You no. did it right. This is your midlife crisis. Yeah, and I'm bored, so I decided <laughs> so I decided let's try let's try comedy. Let's let's try to go up and make people chuckle. You let's know? try comedy and going antiquing. At 40 <laughs> at 43 years old, let's let's start comedy. That sounds like a great idea. Hey, Bernie Mac. Well, here's the thing. The second it gets difficult, you could just not do it. <laughs> that's fine. Well, the, that's a good part about it is we talk about it on our show was like if we stop podcasting or we stop the open mic or whatever, it's just like I'm okay with it. Like it's not going to like I'm oh, not going to be that upset by it. Uh, that's only have the only thing that I have that's an issue is like if something goes away, I'm like, all right. And just move forward. Like, I don't ever, like, look back, like, oh, I'm like, all right, they're gone. I definitely go through phases where I'm just like, man, I could could take a year off of podcasting. But then also, at the same time, like, podcasting was the only, like, I realized that, like, even, like, during the pandemic, I was still podcasting. Like, Mm -hmm. that was the only thing you could do is, like, it's such, just by virtue of being in the house. There were so many that started, too. Oh, yeah. So the, the COVID. Well, that, that's I was also worried about all the new comics that were going to start right after COVID because I feel like just a bunch of white dudes have been watching the Joker movie like on repeat, and they're like, "If COVID ever breaks," and then and then I, I got some. Jokes. And then everybody started with COVID jokes right after COVID ended. Well, yeah. I had to. I, I still are. I still have to. Yeah, I, gotta, <laughs> <laughs> I had to retire mine after the competition. I was like, "I'm going to do them in the competition," and then I got to stop. I, you did a great job during that competition. I, well, I, 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 mm-hmm. I mean, you were my pick to win, and. Uh, and I still stand beside it. My mom always said seventh place ain't bad. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting no seventh. I right. was technically there. <laughs> Maybe a you know, fourth or, or fifth, <laughs> which is pretty close to seven, <laughs> relatively speaking. You know, they always, yeah, they, they, always they always make fun of millennials for getting participation trophies, and I was like, nobody gets a participation trophy. I went to my grandma. My, my grandma passed away. We were like cleaning out stuff. I literally they had a ribbon that would hang hung up in my mom's room for like twenty years, and like I I thought I got like first place at like a field day competition, and I was packing away. It said participants on it. And I was like, I literally got a ribbon just for I feel being like, I feel a like part of something. I feel like if you had an autobiography, that's what'd be tied. <laughs> Jack Michaels participants. Yes, the participants. You've always, <laughs> the participants. You've always been there. That sounds yeah. like a mental health issue. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with him? Ah, he's a participant. He's a participant. <laughs> don't, don't look at him. I remember, I remember when they used to do like the little. Uh, I forgot what the fuck that race. It was like a long. It was a uh, damn cross country back when I was in uh, elementary. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about it. I thought you were gonna say three legged race or nah, something. Nah, nah. It was cross country. We had to run like around the whole school, and like at the end, they would give like the ribbons for the people that got first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and they give you, like this big ass plaque. So um, people that everybody that got like participants would have to like run over there in this field and be in this <laughs> big ass group where they had the winners like 
getting all the hoopra and all the teachers around him slapping him fives and giving him yeah. candy and drinks and here go all of us in this big ass uh, <laughs> yeah big ass fucking jewish fucking soup kitchen type fucking about to get fucked up or something you don't know what the fuck going on they're like all right guys now y'all come out and get your participation ribbons a jewish soup kitchen this shit look crazy bro it's like some fucking do you mean like the original shit. ghetto is that what you're yeah, saying about? like okay. original like they would put the winners in one oh, circle and then just i thought it was gonna in. go darker yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you would know though you're like what the why are we in this big ass Bunch together, like, all right, guys, come get your ribbons and but, participate. Like, why is that group in striped pajamas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, did they tattoo a number on you? <laughs> oh, no. Just that's crazy. Christmas. Christmas. I'm like, I'm like, you should be back. I'm like, uh, I, just remember, I just remember, like, just, I just remember it, like, just after this shit would be done. Like, wait, you didn't cry. Big ass. And I'm, I'm, I remember, like, every grade, I, like, I remember, I'm, I'm going to win this shit. And I remember I got fifth place and I felt so good. <laughs> but they stopped doing like the big group. Everybody mm. just like left. I'm like, oh, they don't got to be in no big soup kitchen. Get this. I was fun. the I was the discus champion in eighth grade for Jackson County. Just, discus. Yeah, you know, you, the, you yeah, know, no. yeah. I was discus champion. There was no participant. I was the champion. Okay. Thank you, Bill. In Jackson um, County. <laughs> yeah, it's in pretty Jackson big county. county. But here's the problem, though. Is <laughs> here's the problem, though. I threw one, and a, a van was driving down the school road, and I broke their window. Oh, you uh, slipped your discus. You might have done them. And then, being a poor kid, I started to cry because I thought my family would have to pay for it. And my teacher's just like screaming, like, "Oh my god, that's the best throw I've ever seen!" Like, who's gonna pay for the window? I was like, "I don't give a shit. We'll figure it out." <laughs> he was so happy that I did well, and that he wasn't worried about me destroying people's property. I feel like you're describing a scene from Mighty Ducks where, like, the <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's like. Let me see if you guys should shoot. Yeah. Like, or hit it into like a suitcase and yeah. it hits the window. Yeah, you just took that from Wait, Disney, was man. your coach the coach because he got a DUI? <laughs> no, I had to coach you. No, I was thinking about this last night. Track right? and field team. Drive on the ice. You bring up a, you guys bring up a great point. Like I someone somebody posted a picture. <laughs> Somebody posted a picture of like, you know, in our prayers and it was like my middle or grade school football coach. I was like, man, they don't make coaches like they used to. Like this guy would get out in fucking jeans and, a, you know, T-shirt, put a cigarette out before he came up and started coaching us. And then he'd have beer in his car. I'm like, they, that was our coaches when I grew up. Right. They're not like these coaches now with analytics and their iPad and trying to figure stuff out. Like these, these are guys that had no kids, mm-hmm. like three divorces, ex lawyers. Yeah. Like, and they would tell you inappropriate jokes, like, you know, and then they would just be like, I want you to rip this kid's head off. And I'm like, this kid has like, mm-hmm. he, he's like this is a kid we shouldn't be bullying he encouraged bullying like i don't know pickle him it's I fine knew, i knew our coach was from the hood that motherfucker came with some goddamn khaki shorts some knee-high socks and some stacy adams mm-hmm. i may have the same coach and just and always had a square lit and just <laughs> be talking dog shit to everyone <laughs> you don't let that puss ass little motherfucker yeah. do that to eat. there's Whoa, a lot of men with rage issues yeah, they started yelling <laughs> puss ass was his favorite word yeah. I mean, to, to the yeah. point yeah. you don't let that puss ass yeah. on three they ain't gonna whoop us puss ass like that oh, yeah. was our damn. Hey, be young. Hey, this is why your dad left. This is why. Let's take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. This week on the After Brunch Podcast. Yeah. When I was yeah. on the show and I was bombing, I, I was I just kept making eye contact with Dad because he's just grinning ear to ear, and yeah. it was it was like that. 
It was like that Genesis song. They're like, <laughs> I saw you were drowning. Yeah. Was- Did it lend a hand? <laughs> I, I don't go purposely to see Dyke fail. But when he does fail, it, it is kind of like Christmas. Oh, it's kind of like, oh, it's like Christmas a special in July. Kind of Christmas, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, like this. this he hates this. Yo, look. <laughs> Join us at patreon.com slash harder brunch. <laughs> Daddy BJ give it every Daddy. Daddy. Birthday buddy. Hey, I did I did talk to his mom today though. We had a nice talk. Mm-hmm. She said, I love you, baby. She said, I love you, BJ. And I was just like, oh, made me feel made me feel good. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't dressed. She couldn't come out and say hi though. I was sad. She said, my titties are out. <laughs> like, I was, what? And it's like, put your titties up. Come out and see. I was like, all right, we, can we just go now? <laughs> like, I'm not comfortable with this. You're part of the family. You're part of the family. Yeah, part of the there's family. a line there. Yeah. No, you definitely are. I bro. talked to Thad's mom, too, but we don't talk like that to each other. It's I, hope, like, I hope not. It's just like, hey, how you doing? It's How's it going? It's her birthday today, so. Oh, her birthday's yeah, the her day before yours? Yep. Oh, that's cool. That was her little birthday. Does that mean she always like gave up her we, birthday? Nah, it sucked because we always celebrate the same birthday and mm. it was like the same cake and I was like, well, I can't get my own. I always, <laughs> I always felt kind of bad for people that had like birthdays near Christmas or other big holidays. Mom, kind of my mom's December 2nd. Yeah, that's oh, rough. Man, that's rough. That's rough. It's even rougher now because it's the day my dad died it was December 2nd. <laughs> oh, on a birthday? <laughs> yeah. Do you, yeah. Have a, do you have a sad <laughs> trumpet song we could play? <laughs> I don't know if that's a sad trumpet. <laughs> that's a trumpet. PJ's dad's dead. <laughs> Come out to the rock sound. I realize I say I say everything very matter of factly. So if it's something that's sad, like I'm not necessarily like. Like I'm not trying to bring the room down, or be, I'm just I just say things like yeah, my mom's dead, or like like I was doing a podcast when they pulled the plug on my mom, and everyone's like Jesus Christ, or like I mean it's just a fact. It oh, I, yeah, oh man, that's man. I mean I I remember when he was he was in the hospital, and I'm like hey, you need to rush down. I was like all right, we'll finish it. We'll, we're about finished with the podcast, <laughs> and I'll be down. Like it's like well, I have to finish this commitment, so just make sure he stays alive till I get down there. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that's what you can always say about the dead is uh, in, they're inconsiderate. People yeah. that are dying are very inconsiderate. Yeah. yeah. They, always, it's always at like their time and not really like, you know, yeah. what's convenient to us. You're not thinking about my plans. Yeah, I had my homie pass away while I was on stage. My phone was just blowing. I'm like, who the fuck is it? And there's a big text message. Bro, die. Got shot. I'm like. I tell people before <laughs> shows, I say, I say good news only. Yeah. Good news. Like we were at camp. And like, like by the time camp came around and people were coming up to me, I said, "Good news only. Good news only. Don't come. Up, don't come to me with no bad, mm-hmm. bad energy. No bad problems. No sob stories." Uh, real quick, I do want to. Uh, I don't want to get too much in a week because we've been talking about summer camp for the past three months. But we did just celebrate adult summer camp, and it yeah, was a complete success. We did yeah, a live yeah. podcast uh, from summer camp yeah. uh, last week, um, but. Uh, man, I don't know. Can can we give Zach the microphone for a second? Zach, yeah. shout out to Zach. Uh, I feel like Zach's a man. Um, Zach Zach had a literal like like file cabinet full of papers that he printed out for every single thing. So much so that the camp director, who's been directing a full camp since the eighties, was like, 
Well, you guys put a lot of work into this weekend. <laughs> I saw the binders on Thursday when yeah, I was over yeah. here. That was all Zach. And it was, I was excited. It's like, oh, you had binders. I started opening it up, like, from being, you know, what I do for a living. I was really excited about it. Yeah, I had the binders on lock, so, you know. That's awesome. <laughs> I, think, I think people, because there is a thing that, like, Dad talks about sometimes is, like, definitely is, like, plays a character on the show, right? And so he's just, like, I think some people think that, like, Dad is an idiot in real life sometimes they forget like wow the, is that the percent is that really the perception where, how did it go there yeah that's so makes no, sense. we don't need you to defend yourself yeah. <laughs> then, then what, well, hang, on, hang on then what did they say about you dyke mm-hmm. off air Oh, probably the same thing. I, I, I assume, <laughs> I assume, I assume it's real bad. But what I don't think they, I don't think what people think about is the fact that how much event um, uh, background that the three of us have together collectively is probably like thirty years worth. You know, and it's wow. like uh, it's kind of like a law firm. You yeah, just, you just add up the experience. Yeah, over experience. 98, ninety-eight years, years of, of experience. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just real quick, what was, what was your biggest takeaway from from camp, Zach? Before we take your microphone back away, uh, eat fucking salt, don't get dehydrated. Mm. Uh, but no, my big takeaway was I need to be at the rave next year mm. because that was <laughs> yeah. definitely the the, the highlight. Yeah, yeah, we heard about it from Terry. Yeah, yeah. No, the rave was uh, Terry broke uh, it down. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Do you have your plates? Do you have the plates? Oh yeah, yeah. And then uh, I also uh, wanted to. I think maybe we missed some things in the shuffle, and uh, there was a plate that didn't get awarded. So, uh, Casey? Oh, we did an award show last day, the Platies. As the non-binary wizard of camp. This is very very unexpected, but wow. Okay, so non-binary wizard of camp, the fluid druid, Casey Campbell. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you, and I like that it's also on a uh, a very ethical plate. Yeah, this is <laughs> this seems like a very good choice. Ethically sourced plate, and also I think Zach really found your new nickname is the Fluid Druid. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty proud of that. You got a better plate than the other plates, so put some fluid into it. Well, I you know as always, uh, I do like uh, being last and uh, least. <laughs> <laughs> last and least. I got a plate too. What was my plate, Zach? Yours was for best event for the rave. Seriously, I'm not. I'm not exaggerating in any kind of way. I left before this, but the rave went till five in the morning. That's what, that's what <laughs> the fuck? They was, saw you Saturday morning. What, Terry said they saw you used? Saturday morning. And you were still amped and ready to go. Hey, hey, you know what? I I deliver. That's what they. That's why they call me. Would you you plant the, the whole thing? Like, what'd you do? How, yeah. how, what was the planning? That's process? why they call him the mailman. I mean, we have the mailman. He always delivers. <laughs> that's they call me the mailman. Um, Just don't do it to sixteen year old. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> I had to throw one. Did I got don't deliver to sixteen year olds. <laughs> well, that took a what turn. kind of mailman did you have, girl? <laughs> well, I'm talking about yeah. the mailman, Carl Malone. Uh, oh, damn it! I didn't want to drop. Oh, his name. I got, I got you, Carl. Y'all slow. Come on, yeah. that was I, I got it. I just wasn't going to feed into it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know that about Carl Malone. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's uh, why. Uh, shit, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. he's an R. Kelly. Yeah, uh-huh. he was, but it was uh, it was it was during a different time and era. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, he married her, so it was fine. No, he didn't. Oh, uh-huh. you know who the original Carl Malone is? Ted El- Nugent, Elvis Presley. Well, yeah, 
Uh, he was putting them. You went to a different country. Well, there was there young. was Elvis Presley. There was Jerry Lee. <laughs> but, or no, he went to Hawaii. I'm so tired of this. <laughs> well, there's also Jerry Lee Lewis, Chuck Berry. Um, we were talking about summer camp. Turned into a turned into a long historical <laughs> rock and roll gotcha podcast. It's a slippery slope. This Chris Hansen's popping out any minute. <laughs> oh, Carl Malone impregnated a 13 year old. Oh that's shit! Not, but that's I know what you want to hear. No. Oh, so, wait, that's, that's way younger than 16. <laughs> But how old was he? Hopefully also 13. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, he, he was, hey, hey, Carl Malone was hard to defend against, you know? <laughs> there it is. There it is. You brought it home. Thank you. She had no D. <laughs> All right. Let's no. not keep going. Jesus Christ. He took it in the hole. We, uh, we had a, Hold on, man. That's not even something to even think about, too. What's this move? I'm just thinking about. You brought it up. I'm sorry. I didn't bring it up. I didn't bring it up. I love how he, like, the morals just kicked in. Like, wait a second. Hold, hold, hold on a second, we talking about? Here's the thing. This the Harder Brunch. The Harder Brunch is against that. We've we've said it. We've I know. But yeah, publicly, yeah. we're against. Publicly, no. How did it turn into this? I, I threw it in as a pin, like 13. a pun, like a little quick joke to move on. Yeah. And this shit didn't turn into a whole yeah. goddamn It's a lot, of, a lot of after brunch uh, energy on this podcast. <laughs> we almost made it through it. Ooh, almost yeah. made it through Damn it, man. That's going to come. We were back. talking about fond memories for summer camp. It's not going to come back. It's not going to come back. We took a look. Now, here's my question. You Next go- year, we already got a date booked. Are yeah. you guys going to be able to make it down for a well, summer camp? Wait, wait. Are we, are we booked or you just want us to come? That's the question. Well, right now, you just it's just open. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now we haven't sold a ticket yet. Hey, hey, I told I told you they had the. Uh, yeah. I told you they. Oh, you brought a binder. You should have had that shit in that binder. God damn it! What the well, fuck? We might need a comedian. We might need a janitor. You gotta, you gotta be on board for whatever. Yeah. Hey, book but, me for the rave. Uh, oh, I can yeah. help with that one. I will. I will be there. I will be there if I can get a walkie-talkie and me and Zach can communicate back and Here's forth. The thing. I See, do what. Go ahead. I do want to say something about the rave. We we decorated it. We had glow in the dark sticks and glow in the dark everything, flashing lights. Uh, Beth helped out with like some it, of the it lights. It really looked amazing. Like literally, like this place is, uh, it's like a structure up in the woods, and they had like glow in the dark sticks all up this trail, like leading you to it. And they had these like balloons that had lights in them and stuff. Like this is a camp I grew up with, and I was like, this is the coolest I've ever seen. This shit, like mm. it, it really looked like something. Different. And, and the day before the camp, uh, I, I messaged Jessica West. I, I ran into her. I said, "You should come to the camp." She's like, "Oh, I thought I missed him. Like, hey, you could still come." She's like, "Can my roommate come?" She's a DJ, Becca Brains. Shout out to Becca Brains because she made that happen. She DJed all night. What? She's like, how, "How long do you want me to DJ?" I was like, "Oh, maybe an hour." But she just kept going and going and going. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, she's going to be back next year, hopefully. People asked her to stop, and she's like, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she killed it as a DJ, and uh, nice. I, we want to do bigger. That's how Harder Brunch does. Every year we want to top ourselves. That's dope, that's dope that she just walked up and just did it. Yeah, you know she, I mean? she came uh, the next day and brought her equipment. It rained. It rained for an hour, and we were just like in this little place, and everybody was stuck and had a dance for the whole time, so it was good. So thank you. <laughs> For that. <laughs> no, like you guys, you guys put off great job. Move the music. I, boom, boom. We, had, we had a few different. We had Sirius Black there. We had uh, Clint Breeze. Uh, shout out to Clint. Yeah, cl- shout out to Clint. He's oh, going yeah, go to go on tour with uh, Duran Jones. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw you posted that. that that's the, like the most famous that we got in uh, Indianapolis right now. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's a big deal. All right. 
So I mean, uh, we we would uh, we would be more than happy to uh, go go Buy a ticket. Well, I don't know. You might want to. You you might want to. Might want to book us down at that point. May try and be like we may turn you down. So depends why I still got the title. You yeah. could you could you could bring you could bring your wife. You know like, why? <laughs> you should bring your wife. Why? Uh, why does everything always have to be? Because people could. You could get the cutest couple award. There's like a lot of good couples. I saw like no, couples get closer. I think we healed. I think we healed some marriages. To be honest, wow, with that's you. a goal. Wow, I, de- I definitely couple. think we broke up one. <laughs> well, yeah, that is true. So, <laughs> hey, it's a place for marriages to go to either mend or what happened. Uh, well, this well, is more of an afterbirth <laughs> conversation. What happened? <laughs> what happened? I will say this. I, I I made a joke early on Friday. I go. And this was like the most random thing. I go. I hope nobody comes to summer camp to try to save their marriage. And then, like, a few hours later, I was like, I think some people came to summer camp to try to save their marriage. That's hilarious. You never go on a weekend getaway to save your relationship. Never. You have to stand in the living room and fight it out. (laughs) It kind of felt like... You have to go to every room in the house and scream before you figure it out. Like, you're not going to go out... Like, don't be that couple that breaks up in front of, like, a mass group of people. Because everybody's going to be like... That's what you're always going to be remembered as. Like, oh, yeah, I, I met him. Oh yeah, they were the one that screamed and yelled at each other and said, "I hope you die a horrible death." Yeah, dude, yeah. I hate I hate fighting in front of other people. Yeah, I hate like ridiculous. I'm just like I don't care how mad you are. Save that shit till we get home. I Let's like, not yeah, have yeah. a public meltdown. Yeah. Also, don't do it on okay, Facebook though. either. Like, yeah. keep yeah. that. That's don't so try to cuck your husband at our camp. This yeah. is, <laughs> it's not a cuck camp. It's not one of those camps where you can cuck your husband. But you did. I did. Jesus. But I, did, I didn't. I didn't uh, see that. I didn't see that on the brochure though. Well, you couldn't. <laughs> so we'll have the rules. It's, it's, not a, it's not on the rules. It wasn't in the rules. It was. It was weird. Damn, uh, I, in that bitch. I, I would say the surprise sleeper hit of the summer, which really surprised me. You know, it was really popping. Archery, archery. Everybody was talking about how fun archery was. I told you, and I was like, like to me, it's like archery is fun for five minutes. It's, it, <laughs> archery is a little bit more fun than darts. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and it's really fun for about five minutes, and then you go once you go. Pull them things out and do it like twice. And like, I'm good. People were so excited about archery. People were like, oh, yeah, we, we did archery all afternoon. Do you guys think you like can, axe throwing. can you guys have like a semi-automatic competition next year? Mm. Oh, for, for guns? Yeah. For, for the NRA? It is a children's the church camp, so I don't know. I don't well, know if do you think Tommy had to shoot? Was a Christian? <laughs> I think that's true. <laughs> I think if it was a Boy Scout camp, we'd be more likely to be able to do some I'm shooting. not going to Boy Scout camp. Uh, I did want to play. I did want to source <laughs> some jarts. I do want to play some lawn darts. The most I mean, dangerous thing in the world. The most dangerous. Game. We had those as a kid, and then we didn't know how to play. We just started throwing them up in the air. Yeah, that's what everyone did. Yeah, yeah. you just you just threw them up in the air and run away. And we actually had one of those uh, Chinese blowing dart things too. Uh, I. I'm saying the you know what job. those are? It's called a blowjob spitter. No, it's. it's <laughs> wow! No wonder our podcast hasn't taken off. No, you've never seen those that are illegal mm-hmm. in Indiana. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. right? You're not old enough. I'm not old. The enough. ones with the poison on the end. They can have it, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I've always wanted to hit somebody with that. Yeah. Did you see they just made uh, Chinese throwing stars legal in Indiana? Are you serious? It was literally like like a full point thing, and it was like, women have no more rights. 
But Chinese fucking throw, throwing stars <laughs> legal again. You gotta get that like Chinese Indiana delegation. Wild. Indiana is you know how I many. I feel like Indiana's like slowly preparing for a war, like just <laughs> with everybody. Guns, <laughs> carries, like well, just get it out. Eighteen year olds, who cares? Every every, <laughs> every white person out of four sixty five celebrated. We're not selling. We're not selling weed. But you can get a gun. They're on Chinese Throwing Star Day here soon. But then they have dab bars, you know, like it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a dab bar now. There's a yeah. There's these weird loopholes. Is that where what's the fucking name? Kyle Buck. Kyle Buck. Kyle Buck. Shout out Kyle Buck. Yeah, shout out Kyle Buck. Yeah, he, he's always talking. And I was just like, man, do people get like? I feel like if I just went to a dab bar, what is a dab bar? It's it's a bar that sells like, dabs. You smoke dabs at, and they do like mocktails and stuff like that. Mocktails. So, it's but what's in, what's in a dab there? Because I know what's in a normal dab. It's like a D8 dab. Stands for D8. drugs at boiling point. So oh. basically, you have a wax. <laughs> I mean, for a guy that, that's I, never smoked weed, he knows what? a lot about Wait, it. I thought that was heroin that you boil. Like well, a spoon. Too, they take a torch and they mm-hmm. boil it and then they put the yeah. wax on wax there. That has D8, so it makes it legal because it's not D9. The, the weed is actual D9, but it's like a little bit like it's the cousin of weed. Yeah, he sounds like a cop. <laughs> I uh, I passed Dare. Right, so. Did you get to go in the Camaro, the you, Dare Camaro car? He yeah, took yeah, a picture yeah. with Scruff McGruff. You know you gotta no. you, you gotta tell us if you're a cop, right? You know you gotta say that. No, you, but you guys know about the whole story about Scruff McGruff. Come on, man. Hold on, hold on. Before you tell the whole story, I gotta tell you the only reason I learned my phone number was because McGruff was like, okay, it was the '80s, and they were like. Adults are going to try to kidnap you. <laughs> it's going to happen sooner or later. You need to know your address and your phone number for when the kidnapping happens. Yeah. And I was no. like, shit, McGruff, like, let's figure this yeah. out. That jingle stayed with me. I even know like where it was. Remember he was like, Scruff, McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60612. I know yeah. the fucking zip code. Like, yeah. That's how fucking stuck that shit was. With I got me. the yeah. little, I had the little puppet. I think I still have it. I have a, I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I didn't yeah. work a lot yeah. of money on eBay. Uh, McGruff, no, you, you have to do the get a puppet. You Right now with Therapy. a scruff McGuff pre- pre- uh, fucking dog, dog, you're gonna make some bread, bro. Well, they, they, they work more than wrestling. They did one of those. He it was in therapy. Where did this dog touch you? I see the point. To, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, see, that's, that's too a, dark. How's it too dark? Said too it dark. was rough. I didn't think- <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't think uh, he dealt with those type of cases. Scruff McGruff. I don't really. Like, I don't remember that at all. Where what he touched you? That was Scruff McGruff. How are you able to say that? I don't know. It was special victims. You. I don't know if you guys had this, but we we had a separate cop come in to school. In kindergarten, it was officer friendly, and officer friendly told us about molestation. Yeah, I did. And, and like, uh, I remember, like, we they gave us the whole talk. It was it was just called good touch, bad touch back then. <laughs> and they were just like, yeah, it was like you know when your parents touch you, that's a good touch. But like when a crazy, it comes to find out when, a, when another adult touches you, that could be a bad touch. <laughs> could. And I remember we had this we had this whole talk, and then we got done, and we went to the bathroom, and like. Like five seconds after the meeting got out, and this kid Michael Standish came up and his open hand slapped me as hard as he could on the ass, and he goes, "I guess that's a bad touch." <laughs> yeah. Until you looked at him and said, "Fooled you." Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, you said fooled you? Yeah, fooled. I, 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 did, I, I said Jew. Yeah, I heard. I'm about to be I like, like, no, I don't wanna be, uh, not like, We we like Jewish people here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's the second time he thought Jew on this episode over here. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, uh, here, let me just let me just uh, re- like tell you guys about Kyrie Irving me over here. You better stop. Let me just tell you a little bit more about uh, Scruff McGruff here. I'm gonna uh, let you know. 
uh, what happened with him. That hey, script from Guff was no. Game, he only had a fucking helmet. That's it. The dog. Yeah, he, hat, that's it. Though. He's and pitching. The hands. Look at him. He's pitching at like the World that's Series a, or something that's like a that. Regular man he has body. Some cool pants on <laughs> with a fucking hands. <laughs> a fucking hat. That's you it. wanted more of a chimera. <laughs> yeah. like dog I used to think it was a whole dog. No, like hold on. Supposed to have a dog. Wait, if you wanted to be on all fours? I wanted that motherfucker to have a fur chest and everything. He got. He's, he's a, a whole man with he's some a gloves. Cop. He's a cop. But <laughs> yeah. a dog face. Nate, <laughs> he's a cop in a, in a trench coat. He's a Look, weathered dog. <laughs> yeah, he's seen a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, he's a, a dog face, man. man. He a dog he man. Does, his eyes do kind of look kind of beady like yeah, that. Yeah. He's seen some shit. Yeah. He like it is... He just kind of looks like he woke up. He's like, hey, kid, you know how many dead kids I fished out of the river? Did you know their address and phone number? They only want to listen. So you got to do is dial. So let me let me let me tell you what happened to the Scruff McGruff. He he got a little bit of trouble because he was trying to tell kids not to do crime or do we. He's a dog against crime, and then he got sixteen years. Wait, wait, is that regular years or dog years? Thank you, applause. See, you are a comedian. I told you. There you go. There you go. So when police raided his house, they seized one thousand marijuana plants and nine thousand rounds of ammunition yeah, for an assortment for? of 27 weapons, including a grenade launcher. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, because McGruff must have a lot of enemies. Now, a good guy, the only way you stop a bad guy you is have a good guy with a grenade launcher you know who and, a dog, and a dog costume. Quit interrupting me, man. <laughs> you want to know who Scruff McGruff was? Okay, what's up? Nito Brown? The plug. <laughs> so the fuck, the fuck you was. I mean, it really is a resemblance of the CIA of the eighties. It's like actually, we sell that, <laughs> and then we're gonna arrest you. It sounds like the operation they ran at the border when they armed the cartels and it actually blew up in their face because the cartels Damn, got they stronger. locked them up though. They got the whole video. I w- I want the uh, Are I you wa- serious? I want the the made for TV movie where Scru- no. <laughs> McGruff the crime dog is just a narco trafficker. <laughs> yeah, he really was. Look, he's playing the piano there. There's, uh, you know, black and white kids, you know, redheads. Look at his animation, though. And, uh, yeah, he's just playing the piano. That's the animation. But the guy that played his voice and the guy, guy in the suit was was doing some crime. But here's the... <laughs> I don't know if I'm trusting my kids without no supervision. Look, like oh, there's all- a guy with the crutches. <laughs> oh, man. Me all messed up. They got some floozies. Wait, what is that? I don't know what's going on there. If you guys are trying to follow along on the podcast, go just watch the Scruff McGruff commercials. There's a lot of 80s haircuts, and they're singing, take a bite out of crime. Take a bite out of crime. He took a bite out of the crown and swallowed it and spit it back out and... Yeah, and did all that. Six zero six five two. I had the I had the double sided tape, and like, I gotta be honest, not all of some of the songs were bangers, but they're not they're not all created. Which one? Like, there's the like a, one. I think there's like a crack is whack song that's pretty good. Oh yeah. But then he's it. got one where he's just like, weed is also bad too. <laughs> I was like, that's not. That I mean, he felt like he, he wasn't really into that one. He was like, like ah, weed's not terrible. We can throw that into even though I sell it. Like, sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta protect your weed plants with a grenade launcher. <laughs> they kept letting him go into evidence room and, and show him like this is everything we got, and he's like, "All right, give me a Scruff minute." Was a snitch. He yeah. probably was in there like, "It's your fifth week time coming here, Scruff." God damn it, I'll tell you what. What other character from the '80s to get locked up? You think he finally ratted on Scooby and Shaggy? 
<laughs> I think I think Scruff Scruff, Scruff, has, Scruff has a lot of Evansville energy. I gotta say, <laughs> yeah, no, he, has, he has he has a lot of Bedford energy. Oh, yeah, Bedford. Bedford. oh there we go, Bedford. Like you, yeah, but like a, a thousand weed plants. That sounds like a lot, but like that's that could be a really cool dude. You could have a you could be a really chill dude to have a thousand weed plants. No, twenty seven <laughs> weapons with a grenade launcher sounds like maybe you're skating into not chill dude nah, territory. Like you are out. I kind of like it. Like people gave it up to him. Like hey, you changed my life. And like I'm not, I don't need this grenade launcher anymore. <laughs> oh, and so oh, he did a he did a don't ask, don't tell in the guns like mm. the cops do. The, the, the take back of the guns, like we can't ask you where the guns came from. Like I yeah. gave all my guns to yeah, McGruff. Yeah, yeah. You gave in. all your guns to a <laughs> fake character. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think he would accept it in the in the costume? <laughs> What's the zip code? He's just sitting around in his. He's just sitting around in his his costume, with, stroking his grenade launcher. Hey, just, <laughs> hey put that on the trunk. Oh, Shit, Casey brought up the album, Cocaine and Crack. <laughs> uh, we can't hear it on here. Crack get It's kind of a banger. <laughs> My question is, how is that guy forty-one years old in twenty twenty whatever it was when the, he's been out since the eighties? Was it the guy that took over the voice? I think he just had an old voice, maybe. Well, that means the guy had to be doing a voice like sixteen in the eighties or fifteen. Because mm. it said Ooh, 41 right. years old in 2016 or 2012, he was old, arrested in he was 41 in 2012, mm. and it was that like in what 83? Maybe it was the modern. Well, I'm I'm guessing he probably like the suit grew. Like he probably they started him out young. <laughs> Only gave him a hand I mean, and uh, some gloves. He started <laughs> off, when he yeah. started off, he was just a puppet. <laughs> yeah, but look at that look at the outfit though. He has a trench coat on. Yeah, and no, like no. None, none underneath, no shirt on, <laughs> and some and some uh and some uh what the fuck are those? That's those that are, dog he, chest hair that Nate wanted to see yeah. so bad yeah. earlier. He's, he's got those. He great, got on some what are those? <laughs> <laughs> got on some paws. I I think you know if you're seeing about drugs and for 30 years pants. you're about you're gonna try them at some point because he's gotta have that like hey wait, wait, how bad is this really how i've been seeing this, this okay jingle for 30 years <laughs> let me try it yeah but it also goes back to the fact grenade that grenade <laughs> <laughs> These plants, <laughs> scruff McGruff. I got it for the low six four six five two. <laughs> now you can see uh, Scruff McGruff at a strip club now. He's oh, like, yeah, God. he's done his time. He's a he's a bouncer now. <laughs> hey, get off that bitch! He's, you know, you know, touching women is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you got any of that nose candy? Yeah. Him and Carl Malone were bunk mates. <laughs> They're bunk baits. They're starting a jazz band with OJ Simpson. <laughs> Can you drop a beat for me, Sauce Boss, before this goes any further? <laughs> hey, man, before uh, we end this, man, I just got to say this, man. Uh, R.I.P. to Mike Trees, man. Pioneer in the city, man. I don't know if anybody normal Harder Brunch, but definitely a good dude. Uh, passed away yesterday, man, so I just want to mm. drop that, man. We will miss yeah. you, Mike. Thank you for allowing me to get this far in this game. Even though I ain't shit, yeah, I you appreciate ain't shit. you just... Allow me to hit them stages and make that type of money he was really giving me. So appreciate you, brother. I miss you. R.I.P. B.J. Uh, where can people find you and follow you on social media? Uh, it's uh, Fresh or Clean Podcast on Instagram. It's at B.J. underscore on Instagram, and then uh, the same goes for Facebook. Our episodes come out every Monday. Part two is being dropped with Terry and his lovely wife uh, Ricky. Yeah, and, and it's Nate, I, and then uh, Morgan Lee. Um, come Morgan out. Lee. 
Morgan Lee come out every uh, it comes out every Monday, Monday night around eleven, something like that. Catch us every Thursday in Indy if you're in Indy. Chicken and Chuckles over there on uh, Pendleton Pike. Wonderful eight eight zero Pendleton Pike. It's spelled with Pull a. Up, ho. It's we spelled. gonna go ahead and give you a nice ass show. This beat is cold, so I'ma rock this hoe. You know me, Nate Dog from the thirty four. I'm out here rocking. Yes, my soul day. Sipping on that yak. Finna get me some tail, cause my bitch done left. But shit, it's okay, cause motherfucker about to get goddamn paid. I'm with the harder brunch. We out here sipping and chilling with my dogs, Dyke and Thad chilling. We out here grilling. Out here looking for hoes. I'm the champ. He the motherfucker workman though. I put my white man to work. Now he funny and a bitch, and we about to book key shows and get these bitches and riches. Nigga, you already know what's up. Had to drop the beat. What's up? Hey. That was the best plug I've ever heard. Yeah. You like that beat, don't you? That beat cold. That's one of mine. You ain't never played that one? <laughs> that's because that's they own it. You need to take hey, it back. That is true. <laughs> hey, turn that beat up a little bit. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Hold on, Morgan. You got to jump on this motherfucker. No, she don't. She's at After Brunch. <laughs> you, this ain't your studio. Sit down over there. Hold on, man. Yeah. I just know she can free. I bet she, hey, she can freestyle, though. Right, well, we'll hear at the after. <laughs> He's telling you to go on and get. Go on, get. Go ahead, Thad. Drop Yo, that shit. Don't forget, BJ's half Mexican. Come on. <laughs> what you gonna rhyme with that? What you gonna rhyme with? Remix. Nate, don't come back on my show and text again. <laughs> uh, I'm done. Bringing those belts like you flex again. Uh, I'm done. Come on, man. Uh, I think my, my rhymes are too funny and you guys are going to laugh. And nah, like, just ride, ride that shit and I'm going to jump on that motherfucker. I like, I like so how you start, all your, your rhymes about BJ were like, he's the work man. He does all the work for the podcast. He the work man. He the white man. Put the motherfucker to work and go work, man. You'd like me better if I was Jewish, it sounds like, nah, too. Yeah. <laughs> you my dog though Nah for real though man I really <laughs> Hey this whole year man I, I Like I said man I Had some ups and downs But real shit man I made a great friend Out the whole thing So I wouldn't give anything up For what we you know, what So what he's trying fire. to fire At Fabricant Instagram So what he's trying to say Is find yourself a good uh, A good white band To make friends with If you're a minority Oh we got one Our work man And when he's not here <laughs> Speaking of work man You can find me at Zach underscore Rowan on all social media. Uh, Skate Comedy. Also, you can check out Casey Campbell, aka the Fluid Druid, at Danger <laughs> Danger Brewer yeah. across all social media. I'm at Dyke Michaels. Uh, we have a Patreon episode, uh, patreon.com backslash Harder Brunch. Only three dollars to get access to our entire Patreon library, um, where we have really funny up and coming comedians coming on, uh, and. Sorry, champ. Did you? <laughs> you wanted to say that? <laughs> I was over. He's like pointing to the belt. How many episodes does this get us? <laughs> get, get changed. Get some ones. I'll have, I'll have this many Patreons, please. <laughs> <laughs> How many episodes? <laughs> I've never had someone try to buy a Patreon episode like a, like a crackhead before. Hey, man, when you dropping that? Hey, I got it, so don't worry about Y'all it. Y'all got some more of them Patreon episodes. <laughs> Drop another one, bro. Uh, Just talk. And as always, uh, we like to sign off by saying shout out to McGruff the Crime Dog. Yeah. Uh, Go crack, ahead and do that voice again. Do crack, that voice again. Crack and cocaine is whack. Everybody knows. It'll, it'll make you for do a rough day. McGruff McGruff. <laughs> Kids, don't do drugs like I did.
it'll get you time 16 years. <laughs> Three years older than Carl Mose into. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Lil Lufa. Oh yeah, Lil Lufa, King Lufa, King Lufa, Young Lufa or King Lufa? King Lufa. I think I like Young Lufa is the rapper. I think King Lufa is the wrestler. <laughs> My goal, oh, our goal is like to basically it. have everybody with a uh, name a king of something by the end of 2023. Yeah. All right, so I'm King Lufa now. Yeah, King Lufa. King Lufa. All right, uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, we'll be back next week with a regular episode. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Peace.